Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Wellness with Liz Earle. And I am delighted to be welcoming into the studios today a very old friend of mine, Denise McAdam. I call her the Queen of Hair, and she is a fount of knowledge on all things hair. Now, Denise has had a remarkable career working with clients such as Cindy Crawford, Yasmin LeBon, Naomi Campbell, and that's just to name three. She was the very first woman to have her name above a standalone salon in London. She also has a number of royal clients, but she's far too discreet, annoyingly, to say who. And she was recently awarded the Royal Victorian Medal for services to the royal family. And you have to be pretty high up to be able to award that one. So, Denise, thank you for joining me here. You're welcome. In my wellbeing Looking studios. Forward to it. Do you know, we have so many questions that come into Liz, our wellbeing, about hair. It's, you know, it should be our crowning glory, isn't mm-hmm. it? And so often it isn't. And it's, it's and just... And when it's not, it's like your world has fallen apart. Yeah. Because I think if your hair doesn't feel good or look good, you know, it is, you just don't feel confident. You don't, I don't think you ooze the confidence no. that you, you, you want to look in the mirror and you want to think, I look fabulous. Yeah. And, 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 the, and the same is true the other way. If you have fabulous hair. Yeah. Actually, if you're having a bit of a dodgy day and, you know, you've Baddy. got a pimple or you have yeah. slept three bags <laughs> under the eyes, you can kind of get away with it a bit yeah. more, can't you? If yeah, your hair is, absolutely. is looking good. But let's go back to the beginning because, you know, you're, when you read your resume, it, mm. it is extraordinary. And you and I have known each other for a yes, long time. A long so time. <laughs> how did it all start for you as a girl from Scotland? How did you come to be this luminary in London in the world of hair? Um, I think, well, first of all, I was very ambitious. And I actually, my, my journey started with wanting to do nursing. But I was also very creative. You know, I was making clothes and doing things like that. But those were the days where I didn't even know what a designer was, to be honest. You just went to a shop. And I um, I actually read a magazine. I came back from, you went for a trial, a nurse's, the nurse's place. To, in fact, you, you did envelope corners and folds on the hat oh, really? and um, I came back and I'd, I'd bought a magazine in those days you either bought Woman or Woman's Own yes. you know that was like the that big magazine that was kind of it wasn't it yeah. and there was a chap called Michael Rasser who was Michael John and he he had done Princess Anne's wedding but they were now opening a salon in LA and they were doing movies and things like that and I thought mm. movies they always have hairdressers so I think Ooh. I want to be a hairdresser in movies so just like that from just like magazine that. isn't it great how that yeah. happens I love those light bulb moments uh, so I I did what one used to do which was go to the library <laughs> the old days yeah we didn't have google um and um I phoned the BBC and they told me I had to be 21 I was just about 17 which is kind of 
older, 16, 17, older to go into hairdressing then, it was yeah. 15. Um, and they did say to me, I should um, think about doing an apprenticeship, which my father went absolutely crazy about. He said that was a job for daft lassies off the road to the buses. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a good expression. <laughs> anyway, he was proved wrong. Where are you from? Where, where is uh, originally accent? Glasgow, but yes. then we moved to Edinburgh when I was about 12, so kind right. of a mixture. But so moved to you... London when I was 20, so... So I went, to, um, I went to work. My father said OK, and he took me to one of the mm. top salons of the day, which was called Greens of Edinburgh, and it was huge, and anyone that was anyone that went there. And uh, we... And those are the days you paid for your apprenticeship. Which is extraordinary. And mm -hmm. it was incredible training. And it was there was dowager duchesses and tiaras. Tiaras were part yeah. of life there. Isn't that incredible? And um, I went to college as well. And I really studied everything you could study on hair. Mm -hmm. You know, right down to the trichology side of it. Didn't set the exams, but studied every layer of hair. Very interesting. And for, you know, well... So trichology, that's all about the hair structure, how it grows. How it grows. Hair disorders, scalp disorders. Because at the end of the day, you should know the fabric you're working on. Sure. And, you know, there is many mm. hairdressers that they just don't want to know about the fabric. And I think that's just vital to understand what you are working with. Yeah. You know, because it helps, it helps understand the person. Because, mm -hmm. you know, somebody could be having a trauma in your life and you understand why the hair's gone that way. Right. You know, and it, it leads into other things. Anyway, I found it very exciting and very useful. And you did wig making and all the things that you didn't have extensions then. You made them yourself. You made wigs. You made wigs. So made... Out of what? I mean, how do you make a wig? Here, it's a mesh and you snot it in. It's like sewing. Really? A bit yeah. like doing a tapestry. Like a, yes, like a tapestry. Sculpt your own wig. I love that idea. In those days, we didn't have um, we didn't have extensions. We didn't have the... You know, we didn't have any of these things. Didn't have you have a glue gun and a, and a pile of there hair. There was no glue. There was no glue guns. <laughs> in fact, I think well. the the wig room was always a every salon had a wig room. In fact, really, we, yeah. every salon had a wig yeah. room. So, I mean, for wet ladies wearing days, pieces or whole wigs? hair pieces, lots of hair pieces in those days. Um, so there's yeah. amazing styles we see yeah. from the 60s and 70s, the huge sort of bouffante hair. Would that have been... Lots of hair pieces. Bumped up with a piece. Bumped up with pieces, mm. mesh inside, crepe hair to give the volume. You know, we didn't have the products we have now. That's right. the other thing. So what did you use as we, we, we really just had setting lotions. I was there when the blow dryer was brought into the salon. It was a no. great experience. So I, up until then, I guess you were sitting under hoods, Sitting under hoods. The blow dryer came in... That must have been an absolute revolution. Oh yeah, and about it was it. metal. It was, and Vidal Sassoon came to show us all how to work it Did with Wella. Really? <laughs> to show us how to work the dryer. No, it was extraordinary. And do a blow dry, but that, I mean that technique is very different from sitting somebody uh, in curlers under a, a heated it hood. It was, isn't it? and in those days you would have thirty to forty hoods. Now, so that was not now a lot you of just don't see them. I mean, if you were in a top salon, and you did actually light the client's cigarette. <laughs> As they sat under the hood. Absolutely. Never <laughs> smoked in my life, but I can light your cigarette. <laughs> that's a skill that's never left you. I mean, today you'd be arrested. <laughs> but we do fold towels beautifully. And yeah. I have to say that it's something you see. If you go into any green school, there's an Alison James News got a PR mm. company. Mm. You go into their any of their their laundry cupboards or their, you know, their towel room or whatever, you'll see the towels folded beautifully. And it runs right through, because a, a young boy that used to work with me who's now got very successful salons called Hair and Bone Sam Burnett, you just have to mm. look at the way the towel's folded. And you know where he's come from. You know where he's come from. <laughs> <laughs> so you moved from Edinburgh down to London. I did. I actually... Right? Did you then follow Michael well, John? Yeah, did you I worked, see his name again? I worked really hard and I did everything. I did every competition you could enter. 
you know, I think the first competition for Well, I made all my clothes, I made everything. I made the, my clothes, the models' clothes. You know, you did everything yourselves. And I, and I won this amazing week to Michael John Masterclass, which was a was Robert Labetto and people like that. And another chap had just started called Andrew Collins, who's a very famous Andrew Collins. I used to work on this morning <laughs> with Andrew <laughs> and his wife Liz years right. ago. Gosh, that's so we all, we all sort of arranged. And at that time, the agency was just starting because models were still doing their own hair and makeup it was really I mean Barbara Daly was about one of the first makeup artists that really launched yes. you know and I remember that because models used to go to their shoots with a whole suitcase suit. with everything with clothes bras tights shoes yeah jewelry yep. accessories everything and a makeup kit and sit and yeah. get themselves ready so hairdressers were first going out from salons and Michael would be doing you know we'd be doing things so you'd get to system and that was when they'd opened the first agency to which I joined, but I was the only girl in the agency. So this was a, a session, agency, session agency, the session stylist, so for magazines and yeah. advertising companies brand wanting new, to do shoots. Brand new, never. I think it was one other agency, um, which Sam McKnight had joined. Right, dear and, Sam. And yeah. uh, it, was, it was really new. And being a girl in that was really odd. Was it? Oh my! Well, one job I actually went to, it was uh, Snowden, it was... Um, Pamela uh, Stevens, and she was doing the Not the Nine O'clock News. Oh, yes. And Margaret Walton Clark was our agent. Oh, it was Walton Clark. Yeah, and she actually said, um, "You're Dennis. When you get there, and they realise you're not Dennis, <laughs> not Denise, <laughs> it'll be too late to send you back." <laughs> so, funny. so it was always. And there was a makeup artist. I think it was Stevie Hughes actually. He's just looking. Oh. Go, you don't look like Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> and Pamela was a bit kind of oh. I had to make her look like Liz Taylor and things like that. But that was my world because mm. I was working for... I wanted to do movies. That's my what next, you were still thinking. My head was going there, so anything mm. that was like that was great. And Snowden and I hit it off like a house on fire and he called me the crimper, which I thought, well, that's fine. Um, I didn't realise <laughs> Pamela Stevens. In those days, you didn't have Famous. who no. didn't exist. No. Celebrity didn't exist. So I remember saying to her, you know, what did she do? And what which, do you do? Which is not what you do. So I think I said, are you a model? <laughs> and she told me that she was on the not the nine o'clock news. And I said, I didn't have a telly. I hadn't even seen the 10 o'clock oh, news. <laughs> Let alone not to the nine To which she remembered, because I knew Billy Connolly, oh. so we talked about it years later. Oh, isn't that funny? But she was amazing. And um, <laughs> we, we got on that house and fire, Snowden and yes. I. And it would be things like you had to do debutantes and, yes. you know. And you did Grace Kelly, was that And I did. And just before I left Edinburgh, so I was just 19, 18, mm. 19, um, Grace Kelly was in Edinburgh. She was there for the Edinburgh Festival mm -hmm. and she was reading poetry. And um, it was just the girl that was supposed to do it hadn't been well. And I had been doing all this wig work and tiaras and hair pieces right. and things like that. And so I went on along to the North British Hotel, which was... But she was Princess Grace of Monaco, which sounds, you know, yes. that was fine because we were used to the... We were used to princesses and things in Edinburgh because yes. of, you know... Um, the, the queen being there and, yes, and the, all the events and, yep. and things like that. So that was fine and it went really well and her hair looked lovely and she was happy. And then the next day she booked to come into the salon to have mm. a blow dry. She didn't have a blow dry, she had a set actually. She had a set blown through, that's what it was called there. That was the beginning where you'd set it. So you put it on curlers. You put and it on rollers and blow it through. Right. And she was absolutely beautiful. But just before that my boss had actually said, so how did it go with Grace Kelly last night? Well, I need to collapse in a heap. I went, Grace Kelly. You didn't realise that's who it was. No. You just I, thought it was I, some princess. I just knew Princess Grace <laughs> of Monaco. 
I hadn't realised she was Grace Kelly. Oh. I'll never forget that set as long as I live. Because she, she had a she in. had a lady in waiting with her that day, oh. and I think she had a, a, a gun in her handbag. It turns out I think it was an ash, a cigarette lighter. Oh my god, if I get this wrong, she'll shoot me. But she was absolutely gorgeous. Oh, she was, was she charming? Charming. She had a she had an aura that was just mm. amazing, and um, she had on a she she had when she had her hair done, she wore a what one would call a car coat in those days, like a three quarter kind of camel coat. Yes, and she put on her silk scarf, you know, wrapped very oh, Hollywood very signature look. Um, and it was a Hermes scarf, of course, and that's where my love of an Hermes scarf came in as right, well. So that was yes. the introduction to, and she was incredible. And the lady that was with her was a very great friend. I can't remember his name now. And her husband was just starting a product range, mm. and it was called Clarence. No, that was yeah, the beginning it, of Clarence. So that would yeah, be Jacques Cortin. That was it, Mrs. Yeah. Le, his wife. Good heavens! And that is uh, really yeah, and she while well, isn't it? Well, they were under the dryer. They were. She was telling me all about skincare mm -hmm. and this and that and what you should do and what you you know everything about it. And I was absolutely. It was just another area that took me in yeah. with hair and skin care and how it was so important. Yes. So yeah, I learned from the finest. <laughs> Certainly did. So you're in London. So I then you're went with so a went to agency. and with Michael John they offered me to stay, which mm -hmm. was incredible. I was twenty. I'm so now having won London. the competition for a bit of experience. Yeah. You and then, then stayed. And then stayed, joined the agency. And um after Snowden I did my first Royal Tour age twenty. Um, Gosh! Yeah, through so, Snow Snowden, through the contact of him through saying, Snowden, I, I know through this Michael, great hairdresser. Through Michael, yeah. and it was with the lovely Duchess of Kent, um, and it was a tiara, and she had to go to Jersey, right? Which was very exciting, and um, she had to go with the tiara in a case. And tiaras security. in the case, and blocks, and securities, and royal flights, which I'd never. I mean, yeah. I'd literally, you know, got the all night bus down from Scotland. <laughs> Now I was on a royal flight on my, staying in my first government house. Since then, I've stayed in many government houses. Yes. Britannia, yes. the old ships. Oh gosh! <laughs> but it was what um, an amazing. So that was very, that was very journey. exciting. And then it, you know, led to Ross. But then the, the session work mm. really took off. The advertising. Took so this off. was what back in the eighties. Yeah, sort of early eighties. 80, and it just yeah. went bang. So that was when we think about Yasmin Lebon, we think about the Duran Duran videos, that and I think was it Simon Lebon saw her in a video yeah, and thought he did. I, I like you. I remember being in the studio saying, "Oh, we don't get involved with the music chap." No, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and look what happened. Yeah, look what happened. <laughs> How fact, many children later? Yeah. In fact, Sam and <laughs> Sam McKnight, myself, and Yasmin, and a couple of the others. I can't think who it was now because he told me we did a. A job all together in Germany, mm -hmm. and uh, they just had started to have babies. My daughter was just little, and she mm. it was all about dentists and should they have butter and shouldn't they have sugar? Whereas it was, and I was trying to remember, my oh, God, do you remember in that studio life. when we said, yeah. Oh, don't get involved with a man in music? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, work. but those days, they um. Nobody, it, the word celebrity didn't really no, exist. It was a much calmer environment. You didn't, um, wasn't it? you all were there doing a job, you were mm. a team, yeah. Whatever you did yeah. was a team, and uh, you know it. I think from nineteen eighty to eighty, I think they were around eighty six, sort of mid eighties, eighty six at a mark. That's right. I think the the big thing was the Vogue cover with them all in the white shirts that really yes blew into yeah, things. Yeah, and, the supermodels. Um, I mean, I remember when I was working at GMTV and and looking at fashion and beauty and going backstage at all the fashion yeah. shows in Paris, for example. And we'd take a TV crew with us, and there might be three or four other crews there. You might have BBC yeah. and CNN, maybe Reuters or somebody. But that was it. But you know, you look at it now. Oh. 
phenomenal. It's just terrifying. It's the there's thousands thing. of people. Of course, everybody's now got their iPhone, so everything's filmed. Everything. And... I had a model last week on a shoot teaching me how to do Instagram. She'd come in from Germany. And I said, why have you got your camera on like this? Yes. Why your, your phone's on? Didn't you realize? Because <laughs> she's videoing everything she and she's oh, going to put it on a fast action. Then you're like, oh, my goodness. So okay. you're still I still do some. Work. Yeah, I still you're do still... some. Yeah. Because it's, um, especially if they're... When they're younger and gorgeous, mm. I mean, she's a beautiful German girl. I mean, mm. it's good, and it was a nice, nice designer. Yes. Um, and it makes you think outside the box of it. Sure. And also, you're still doing your thing. Yeah. I, you know, it's um, it's an amazing life because at the very beginning in those days, you get to the airport and there'd be um, a, not a fax, like a message for you, like a right. telegram or a fax. Mm. You literally turned around and went somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. It yeah. was really. I mean, and nobody had mobile phones, so none. you couldn't connect. I don't know how in, we did in, in it. No, I mean, I look back now and I think, how did we meet up with people? You, how I, did we dare sort of get in the car and drive and say, "Well, I'll meet you somewhere," and then yeah. if you're not there, I mean, but I, I just suppose we just got there, didn't we? we you just did. did you, it just, and you just kind of did it, and then I, I suppose I did, you do a lot of work with. Um, I did a lot with Anthony Crick, me Crick, so mm -hmm. a lot of ballerinas and this, that, and you get oh, into. Lovely. You know what? You get into sets. Yes, of work, you do. Groups of people, um, mm -hmm. and you the same as makeup artists, yep. and then. You know, you, you see the world. Yes. So I've been fortunate. I've seen the world with magazines. Yes. I've also seen the world with the royals. So I've seen yes. it at the front of the plane, the back of the plane, <laughs> hanging on from the wing. Depends <laughs> <laughs> what issue it was. There's Grattan's catalogue. You were definitely, oh, you know, the days of catalogue. It was a big, catalogue you, you know. And these were they the, were quite grueling. I mean, they were, do, it's 20 yeah, shots they were a day, the, And you? then you would all, um, a lot of hairdressers, we just, you'd all meet at different studios at, Holborn and all the way it was. That's right. Days. Yes, I and it was. From my um, and you know, we, I think towards I can't even remember the dates. Maybe late eighties with unfortunately AIDS and that we lost a lot of friends. Yes. I lost a lot of friends. Absolutely. And um, that was yeah. a tough time. Yeah, very. Um, and you know, really good friends. And it's extraordinary to think that even if I think of some of the makeup artists mm. and hairdressers, Catherine Bray, the Sam McKnight, yes, Cheryl Phelps Gardner, um, oh, the names mm. ring off. Uh. You know, Ariane put they're all every there's all still working. Yeah, Mary Greenwell, I was Mary, with her. Mary, of course. With her last Mary's week. still working. Yes. Yeah, Mary and I um yeah. I think one of the first jobs I did was Cindy and then we went to Paris with Cindy. Nice. Um was with Mary. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's still incredible. Yeah. Um Yeah, Globe Trotting. So, I mean I, I follow all of you guys on Instagram and it's yeah. just lovely to see what yeah, you get so it's up nice to. Too. I'm not as good at Instagram, that's a new thing to me. I'm trying to trying to understand yeah. it and learn it. I'm I, really I, I love it because it's a very it's a very personal connection it is. and it's all visual. Yes. So for people yeah. like you and, 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 it's, and it, who I work do yeah, and it's quite you know, because sometimes I've been in some situations and you think, Oh, should have done that selfie after all. Oh, don't. Yeah. Should have done the picture with somebody. You know. You but then think... I guess with the rules, you can't. No, so I, and that's the other thing. I'm quite, quite restricted. I'm, yes, and certain clients, I still see clients that mm. didn't come to salons. Mm -hmm. There's no yeah. way I can take no. photographs of them. No. I might take no. a photograph of the goring or the entrance of the hotel. Yeah, but not or to say who you've that, gone to see. The sheet that lies on the bed or something okay. like that. But, you know, Interesting. I won't, I won't take okay, all the rooms of the goring I have a little yeah. sheet on the bed. But you can't, yeah. um, you can't put the people in because yeah. these are people that didn't go to salons anyway. Anyway, yeah. So they, yeah. they were always, you know, there's a lot of people out there that yeah, need a lot discreet. of privacy mm -hmm. in their lives mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. that's just the way it's always been but and talking about salons how did you then come to open your own salon how did that happen gosh I don't even, it was one of those things that I was not a salon hairdresser to be very honest with you and we did we did do very well I mean and we did you know earn lots of money we should have bought property actually yes. <laughs> hello anyway um, and I um, 
it was just with Michael, it, Michael was changing and things were mm. changing and it just, I just, a couple of the chaps said they wanted a sale and I decided to invest in it. Mm -hmm. So it was more of an investment. Yeah. It's called Kerry Temple and we had them. Anyway, things didn't quite go mm. the way it was meant to be. Well, so anyway, I basically yeah. ended up thinking, okay, you have to do this on your own now. Right. So I thought, okay, well, it just, I didn't even know what to call it. I thought, well, that's my name. I'll just go for that. That'll do. And yeah, I, know, I literally, I, know the feeling. <laughs> I literally rolled my sleeves up. And Did you? I had never worked a column in my life, but that was really interesting because because yeah. I was always on shoots. I wasn't in. The, I wasn't mm. used to the the language among the lady clients, and the clients straight away ate me up. They just ate. They just annihilated me. I was just, and I really had to get myself together. So I had long hair and it was a bit messy. So I tied my hair in a ponytail and cut it off. I'm still cutting it as we can see today. And um Looks went, great, went to Armani, got myself a suit, a really Did nice you? suit, got myself some designer suits, designer mm -hmm. this and decided to look like a more of a businesswoman stroke. Right. And then the clients were fantastic they it was because you were it meant that you were really interested in yes. how things looked, how they yes. were. I think well, there's, talk, there's real truth you, in that, I think. You could talk about things mm -hmm. and you were more authoritative yeah. because at the end of the yeah. day, you've put your name above a salon in Mayfair. Mm. And you There's know, an for, expectation that comes with that, for For the men, you know, they're gorgeous. You, I can name quite a few of my neighbours who absolutely dripped down gorgeous hairdressers and brilliant hairdressers mm. and all, by the way, brilliant neighbours all helped me I didn't even know what to do VAT I mean they were fantastic from Charles running <laughs> to Nikki Clark they all helped yeah. well Alan helped me yeah. they all helped me um but you know they they could they could sort of you know touch the shoulders of the client and they could I had to be a different attitude of course being and a woman to, to woman over, yeah mm, and also winning over your staff as well yes so it was a very the world has changed for women yes but going to the bank was the biggest experience because um he told me I was a very nice girl and um, would I wouldn't it be much easier if I just went out for lunch? What? Yeah, Ask me isn't to that it. extraordinary? Yeah. A big named bank invited me to for lunch, and another one said, "Had ever thought of he'd heard about people doing mobile hairdressing? I'd ever thought of getting a little van doing that." Had <laughs> forty-seven <laughs> staff. Then what do you know? Do you know who's, whose hair I do? But, <laughs> do you know who I, I am? I'm in Mayfair. <laughs> That's what. Gosh. What. It yeah. was. I mean, that was not unheard yeah. of, you know. Yeah. In fact, I had to get my brother to come and go to the bank for me in the end. Was the and only that's way. not that long ago. Not really, no. Not no. really. So I do laugh when I hear mm. radio or programmes. I go, oh, got that mm. badge. Or when, you know, you've got all these campaigns right now yes. and Me Too and this, that and yes. the other. And, yeah. um, you know. And, you know, it was interesting even with certain, you know, people. It was an interesting time. Yeah, but, different um, time. Yeah, very different time. It, and it's, it's, it's a different, you know, it is interesting yeah. to look back at that time because you see it through different eyes. Absolutely. And, you do and then, um, you know, I had my, in those days, you know, I had my daughter sort of on the, you know, on Friday, Friday night I was with John Swell and, um, oh, I forgot her name. I now. worked with John not with, that long ago, uh, Oh, actually. he's gorgeous, he's yes. gorgeous. And, um... Oh, who was the actress? I can't remember right now. And we were at her house and she said to me, when's your baby due? I said, Tuesday-ish. <laughs> really? <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> Literally after. So, and in those days, and then all of a sudden, I'll be very honest with you, people, you know, one of the newspapers wrote an article on how could I give not having a West End salon. Mm. Um, I, I just, someone I had known had taken very ill and passed away with a cancer. Mm. In fact, I cropped my hair to see how it felt. Mm. Felt, sorry. Skinheaded it. You really? know, what it really felt like to be totally with no hair. And it was great. When you make the choice, it's fun at the time. Yes. And it's great fun. 
But then afterwards, when it grows in and you've got literally no hair, yeah, it's how how quick can I get highlights put in this? Right. You know, and it, and of course, if it's not I, your choice, and it was, and you realise actually how 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 bad it made you feel and how mm. how hair it made me realize how hair was really important yeah for women it sounds yeah. to almost experience but it's an that. extraordinary thing isn't it very often if you can you can tell if, if somebody's had a big change in their life yeah you know maybe they've had a divorce or a job yeah. change or something one of the first thing that that happens is you chop your hair off oh you chop your hair i mean i've i've done yeah. that and I've sometimes it really weakens short hair sometimes it weakens you and then makes you strong again yeah it's a kind of maybe it's changing we need just to throw the cards yeah, in the air yeah i think and... it's kind of an emotional change mm. but um you it... must have seen changes in products too oh my goodness the products the products because I mean, in the early days just having setting lotion and now you're going to any setting lotion here chemist really... and there's I don't know. Well, you know, in the hundreds, early, literally, in hundreds. the early days, you could chip it off. The, in the early days, God knows what it's done for all our lungs. I mean, I don't. I, they do say the hairdressers. I, I've never smoked, as I said earlier, but I think my lungs probably have a sign of something. But nowadays, they're so much better. Yes, you know, they're complete, and they're and they do things. The and now I remember when Wella first got the one with the first microscopes to really see into hair, and the mm. research. The research always comes from medicine, and it comes mm-hmm. second to hair. And you could actually see the cuticle for the first time, and you could actually watch how it opens up. So what happens then? So the cuticle is the strand. There's three layers in the hair, and the top one is the cuticle. So the cuticle, in actual fact, reacts to different things. So when you've just had colour, the cuticle's wide open. Mm -hmm. So that's why they'll put colour protectors on, and that's why colour protecting shampoo is important. It does work, does it? Absolutely. It it doesn't do anything as such as changes things, but it does close the cuticle. So it means that your colour will last longer. Okay, so what you do when you colour your hair is you open up, you put something on it that will open up so the cuticle. So they, it opens up the cuticle and that's how the colour soaks So then in. you put the colour on to soak the it in, and then you need something to close it up. And they, it's, they close it, but it can open slightly, so colour shampoos keep it closed. Mm. And the conditioner's just, it's almost like a glue. Right. It's a bit the sort of layman's way. So that's that's. So it having. is actually important. Mm-hmm. So I would always say to somebody to have two or three products in their shower. Really? Have the one, say you colour your hair, have the one... That when you've just coloured your hair, that first ten days, two weeks is very important. So what what should you be using there? That definitely the, the colour protectant, your colour okay. protect shampoo. Color ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go for the shampoo first. Yes. If you couldn't afford both, I would really make sure I had the shampoo. Yes. And then the conditioner, um, and you know, and also how you would comb it through so you don't roughen the cuticle. Right. So what's the so best things way to comb? Like for so me, should we be combing our hair when it's wet? Yes, absolutely. So one of the best, ironically, a brush sounds like a bad word with combing, but it's not. And a brush, in fact, the brush I used all these years ago when I first started, which is the Denman D3. It's one Denman of the old, D3. The old original Denman. So is that, is that a bristle brush? It's a fine, um, it looks like a plastic, but it's kind of nylon. Oh, okay. But there's no seams on a D3, none at all. So it can't cut your hair. So no seams on the bristle, on, on the, the bristle. little spokes. It's unique. Oh, and how uh, interesting. People have tried to copy it, but... I don't see I them being a success. I am going to put that on my shopping list. But the D3... And it's got a padded... Yeah, it's got the red standard yes. pad. You'll see now, because I think they've got their 100th anniversary, there might even be signs up for the D3. Mm. But that is... And then came along Sean with his Tangle Teaser. Yeah, And that's a great brush, because that is, is pretty well seamless too. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So, what we should be doing is we sort of massage. So, one shampoo or two shampoos? It depends on how you feel. It depends on the atmosphere you've been in. If your okay. hair is pretty oily, if you're somebody that washes your hair maybe once a week or twice, you know, definitely two shampoos. Yeah, so, I mean, how often should we be washing it? That's No, that's, that is a kind of old wife's tale. It's okay. how you feel about washing is your hair. Is it really? Because you, you can't... Your hair, your hair will be softer when it's just washed. Yes. So you might not like that soft feeling. You know, but you might want a bit more structure. You might have a bit more, more structure. So, say if I've just had my hair coloured because mm-hmm. it's quite fine here, I've got curly hair. Mm. I could I could wash it twice a week, say for me. Yes, sure. But if it's needing coloured, I might have to wash it every day because the the roots get oilier quickly because they I are see. completely virgin hair. Right. So if none your of hair that isn't coloured, you might need coloured, more. Yeah, you might need more washing. Mm. If your hair is very oily. You might need more mm. washing. And what do you think about these people who say they don't wash their hair at all? It tends well, to be mostly guys with short hair. Yeah, and a lot of them do. But it's, it, the important thing is to do the massage under the water. Okay. If you don't do the massage, so tell me the, about that. How because that if work? you don't do the massage, then you're the, the all the oil and thing is just lying on the skin. And right. So you, you could just go stand under the shower with warm water with short hair and just massage your hair. Lovely massage. Get this. Get the, okay. your own sebum going, so you're getting the blood supply going. Yes. So it means that the sebum's coming onto the hair, but it's moving. Right. Because if you think about, um, if you didn't, if you just kept rubbing, so if you put your makeup on your on your face and mm. you didn't wash it off and then put your makeup on your face, yeah, and you just, wash, yeah. can you imagine the no, state? Not look good. Right, well, just think of yes. your scalp. So when you don't, when they're not washing their hair, they need to think about their scalp. Right. Hair will clean a bit. The, sebum, yes. the natural, eventually the natural sebum that you create does actually almost self-clean. Will clean it. But I think, I mean, I could never go without no. shampoo because I'm using lots of product all the time. Your hair so does get, to... your hair does smell. 
yes. As, okay. You know, it does smell. Yes. It would be like feet and shoes that never got washed. Mm -hmm. okay. So there is. So it's really important to to massage to because massage. with the massage you're creating mm. your own natural oils and things mm -hmm. like that. And so what about things like sulfate-free shampoos and the, the rise of those over the years? I think I think if they if they're genuinely great research, mm. then absolutely. Yeah, I think um, the big brands do a lot of research. A lot of the big they? brands do it, but yeah. sometimes it's, it sounds a very odd one. I mean, I like there's a range I like called Joico. Now they have a lovely sulfate. Joico. Joico, mm. and is they American. A, it's Joico? Swedish. Okay. Mom, Right. You know, I'm not, I we'll, never, we'll but they, mm -hmm. they've, they've got lovely sulfate. Mm -hmm. Now, even for somebody like me, I know there's not going to be a lather, but it still has a psychological, because oh, it's not a strong lather. Yes. There'll be more lather to the second shampoo. And with a yes. sulfate, personally, you always need two shampoos. Is, is that a sulfate free? Sulfate free, sorry. Right, okay, I fine. would always do two shampoos with them yes. because I just think you feel, feel better. But I'd be honest, if you're having chemicals to your hair for mm. colour, Mm. I would stick to things that have been researched on that. Yeah. So you've already and, taken that step that you put your marker yeah, down and you've put you really? your and you <laughs> you want to protect your hair. Yes. But you know the vital thing in anyone's hair is conditioner and combing that conditioner through. So how how does that Even work? Even if then? you just put it on the ends and lens because it smooths the cuticle. So that so creates our hair, the shine. So you rinse the, the hair really well and it's kind of dampish. Dampish. So in the shower you mm -hmm. rinse it well, just give it a good squeeze. Yep. And then with your conditioner, always put the conditioner. Just don't put it on a blob, spread it into your hands. A little mm -hmm. bit like when you think about moisturising your face. You okay. know when you might sometimes with moisturise you'll pat it together even yes. and, and even lay. It all on. So mm -hmm. literally almost pat onto your hair. Right. Into yes. the lengths and ends. Mm -hmm. You don't you very rarely need to go to the roots unless you have a scalp problem. So that's a whole different process again. Okay, let's talk about so, that. In a minute. And then, so we've got our conditioner yeah, on and you pat and it in and then you get your your tango tees, your denim D3, or a very good comb that's got no seams in it. There's some yes. like this. Right. Um, and then you comb it through from the ends into the middle ends. Now, this is something that is that I learned in a salon years and years ago. When you're untangling your hair, always start at the bottom. Start at the ends. So you're literally combing the first couple of little centimetres yeah. and then you work up and up and because up. And it really annoys me when I go to a salon, they, they put the start the comb at the top and start dragging it through the hair. And I it, say, no, please, what, can you please start at the bottom? Why, why is that happening? Yeah. You know, don't get me on city and guilds and training and things like oh, okay. that. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. Right. <laughs> but I go we, to college. <laughs> so I do go to colleges because I'm an alumni in college. I really love young people mm -hmm. and I love making sure they, they mm. get it right. But that is my... Yeah. How did that happen? It starts at the hair wash. Right. You know, hair dressing yes, you starts do. Yeah, don't scrub the, the hair because then you've got to you untangle know, And it. if you don't have great hair to work on... Yeah. How, you know, if... If you don't have great hair to work on, how can you create these mm. fabulous cover looks and things like that? Sure, you know, That's so so it's the starting point. So it's a, it is a vital thing for an apprentice mm, to learn how to to learn it and through. for you yourself, especially girls like my daughter who's got long hair and things like that, and they want to keep it long. Mm -hmm. If you want to preserve long hair, because yes. you know at the end of the day, hair is dead. Right, it isn't alive. Yes, it's, you know, it's a fabric. Right, so you've got to treat you've, it carefully. You've got to treat Wash it, it rightly. Carefully, treat it carefully. Absolutely, dry it carefully. it's 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 like um. It's like putting in straightening irons. There's mm. nothing wrong with straightening irons, but don't use them if you've got product on your hair. Really? No, because yeah, it's, it's like that. you shouldn't really, because it's like toasting it. Yes. It really is toasting That's why it. It goes all crispy not, and crackly. No, of course, oh it's not a good idea. <laughs> but straightening irons, you know, there's, uh, you've just got to be, you've just got to think yeah. would you lay the iron down on a silk shirt? No. Would you? No. No, <laughs> not at all. So why would you do that to your hair? So, so if you I'm have... tonguing my hair and I do tong my hair and I use flat, 
mm -hmm. irons, ceramic irons, which I'll sort of twist to give a little bit of a kink. Should I not have any product on it's my hair? It's better not to have product on your and hair. And then just put some spray on afterwards so to hold it. Put some spray it. in and hold okay. it. Just, if, you're, if you're going to grow it longer, if you're keeping it short and it's having regular cuts, it's not such a big yeah, worry because no, the ends are getting cut I off. Keep it kind of but, you know, if you're keeping mm -hmm. it and preserving it, mm -hmm. it's better to be... And it's a tinted bit... and coloured as well. I've yeah. got my highlights Yeah, in and, and tinted so... and coloured. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, you okay. want to be a bit more gentle. Right. But um, it's... Uh, I mean, it's just to be kind to your hair. Yeah. So, you know, but conditioner really is a vital thing. Because okay, and you talked about scalps. So would you use a conditioner rubbed into the scalp to help with scalp problems? If it's a scalp problem, that's a whole different issue. So you may do you may do a treatment where you massage in mm. and then you maybe put a hot towel onto it or a, a shower cap, you know. Um, is that for things like dry scalp? Dry, dry scalp, scalp, you know, if it's, if you've, maybe if you've got a psoriasis that you... Yes. Maybe you, you might have to go to the pharmacist or you have to go to the chemist to get mm. something or a very good trichologist like yeah. Philip Kingsley, yes. um, Sonny Molaf, who's brilliant. Yeah. You know, and you go and you have a treatment. But you can do that at home by washing your hair, coming out of the shower, mm -hmm. you know, combing, put your treatment into the ends for a moment and just comb the ends through so the cuticle is smooth before you start. Yes. And then massage and actually section it almost like you were doing a tint, like an orange peel. Okay. Say four, Sections four so you, quarters, you can the scalp. and you can rub in your shampoo each each quarter. Shampoo or conditioner. Sorry, conditioner. Beg yep. your pardon. Um, each quarter. Yep. Massage it into the scalp, and then do a lovely circular massage. Oh, nice. And then even with yours, if you just do it gently, and even do a little bit of tapping, where you just tap oh, your head. Yeah, head tapping. Just where you get it. So blood it, supply, feeding blood supply, follicles, everything. Help. Blood that, supply. Will that help with hair loss? It will assist hair loss, especially if it's mm. something that's maybe through health. You know, if it's a fibrosing alopecia, that's a different type of thing. So what's that exactly? Fibrosing alopecia. I mean, some people will call it um, male pattern baldness. Right. Uh, which is where, you know, the hairline starts to recede much further back. Yes. You know, women will sometimes come and they'll say, oh, my hair's line receding here. And that's that. sometimes when it's menopause or a mm. hormone-related mm -hmm. thing, it will look a little bit like which you may remember from being pregnant a postpartum hair loss right. you know when you've had a baby yes. and you get that side lot hair loss yes so that will often present itself like that mm -hmm. and that's when you tend to know that's more hormone yeah or gut interesting gut Ooh, is you talk huge. about that okay. gut is huge on that um and then you know you would if you know a client very well and you see that type yes. of hair loss you might just say you know you don't sort of store your hormones, how's life, what have you yes. been up to? Okay, and you get into the subject, and mm -hmm. then you might think if it's a young girl, you might think mm -hmm. endometriosis. It's not the first time mm -hmm. I've clocked um, uh, anorexia. anorexia, really, through yeah. hair loss. Yeah, and I actually spoke to the mother, and then there was a big problem, and she right. thought there was a problem. I mean, there is a serious problem. Gosh, so and you, you actually can reveal can, a lot. You can, well, the hair is the barometer to your health. Mm -hmm. It talks. It's it's talking to you. Mm. You know, it does speak to you. Mm -hmm. And um, so, massage is is, mm -hmm. is a great thing. Great. Makes you feel and good. And you can use any conditioner, can you? Yeah, you can actually. Unless you're dealing with a special thing like a psoriasis or something you like that, or, an allergy or, or you've got an allergy, but you yeah. can or just buy a nice treatment. You've got yes. you can get them in the supermarket. Yeah, lovely. You can get lovely treatments. You can mm -hmm. do. I mean, Philip Kingsley does an elasticize, which is a beautiful treatment. Yes, but there's products. lovely treatments yeah. out there. Um, and as long as you kind of join, as long as you do a, do a three-way thing, like a triple action type 
situation. I think people sometimes even call it triple action. In fact, I think one of the products I did was okay, called triple, triple action. action. So, so what is triple that? Triple action is basically when you've washed it, yes. then you've you put your treatment in like the quarter, like I've said, right, sectioned and ma massaged mm -hmm. it. And then you'll put maybe a, a plastic bag over the top, to seal in, a bit of cling film, the and then a nice hot towel. Lovely. Always say you should put a hot towel on, looking quite glamorous. Yes. So you can sit back, put your feet up, the fluffy dressing gown, oh, either your bliss. hot cup of tea or something yes. like that. You know, and then rinse it off, you know, and, and mm. make it... It's good. I think it's good if you do a treatment to make it a bit of me time because then it it really does work. A lot of men do treatments yes. now. Nice. In fact, they're, they're getting better at doing things like that because they're thinking about these beards and their skin underneath oh, the beard. Oh, my goodness, the whole kind of beard grooming. Beard exactly. oils, beard combs. Top on Christmas presents this year, apparently. Is it really? <laughs> apparently <laughs> beard, beard comb. comb. <laughs> I am not good on facial hair, I have to say. Yeah, I, I find it... I this uh, argument at home. Yeah, it's not my favourite thing. It's not my look. I think there is a place for hair and it's on the top Yeah, the I'm not. I'm not, not a, on the bottom lover, But every day it's just... <laughs> All the chaps are all looking the same now. They are, I can't even they? see who's who anymore. <laughs> but I think, it, but what mean? is very exciting that is in a hairdressing point of view, mm. and I love cutting hair and um, seminars, and I did seminars all over the world for Michael John and for Masterclass and the fellowship. Mm -hmm. um, I think because I entered so many competitions, I'm a big Trevor Sorby fan mm -hmm. and Vidal and things like that. But I think what's important is that people can now see the skill in barbershop barbers yes and i trained as a barber as well and you can see the skill in a razor and clippers and you know a cutthroat i'm still a yes. scissors over over comb girl are you which is the old-fashioned way of doing yes. it but you know boy these boys are using clippers they're carving things into here yes it's all just... sorts you see yeah it's amazing but what you can see skill. is now and there's if you look at every corner bar shops are opening but they're now not these kind of spittoon places in a 10p haircut <laughs> these guys are chic they are doing yeah. some incredible work. Yeah. Um, and I think that's quite exciting. So the and they're so into their their conditioners and their treatments, their hot steam treatments on the scalp. They are on really it. there. And, and of In course fact, they're leaving women behind. Well, and I guess maybe they've faced more issues like hair loss. It's Absolutely. More it's for them. a it's a huge, you know, and now they're obviously brilliant surgeons in that area. Yes. But hair loss for women, because you know, the thing that for me, um, which is quite strong because I personally had an early menopause. Did you? How when early? nobody believed me. I was oh. 39. And Gosh. no one actually believed me. I went to doctors and I was told nonsense. Like, it's in my mind. In fact, I was younger than 39. That's not true. I was about 36. And they, um, I had a ruptured ovary. Oh, um, Which, you know, I, had to, I was actually doing a hair show for Wella. I was on stage and collapsed. And about a year or two after that, I started to feel strange things and odd. Yes. And, and my hair was awful. Was it? Uh -huh. um, and so you would have picked that up straight away. Yeah, just and, thought, this and I is went not right. over and then I went for tests. Then I thought, oh, I think I could be having a menopause. People to be ridiculous. Yeah. You have to be fifty because yes. menopause is menopause is not new, but menopause is new. Yes. We are. We are only see, now talking we about are this. the first generation. Yes, we are. That talk we feel about like trailblazers. <laughs> you know, and issues happen, and yes. you know, and there's a, a lady you know from TV, Sally um, Carol Smiley. Yes, I mean, she's faced a lot of the issues on, yes. you know, on pants and things like that. You know, yeah. sort of going to the bathroom, and I faced issues like that, and I thought, yeah. what is going on with my body? Yeah, what is happening? And then it just, it just lots of things. I'd be doing a show. I wasn't just hot. I was you know, absolutely pouring. And I didn't know, understand it. And it wasn't till my husband and I, um, Charlotte was about 10 or something. We, you know, we thought we'd have a, he was a new husband, just like, you mm. know, uh, we'd have a, a child. And so I was 39. Right. And I went along to see, nothing was happening. And I went to see the mm. the uh, gynecologist um, chap and 
you know, you were still, they were doing IVF and this sort of thing. Yes. And I was actually postmenopausal. 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 At 39, you've yeah. been through all that with no help and no, None. no medical support. No medical support. Nothing. Whatsoever. Well, no wonder you're so vocal about it now. And I, and, and that's, so but I, it didn't, I didn't, um, but it didn't make me think. I just thought, okay. I feel sometimes women, I think for me, HR, for me, HRT works. Oh, totally. Right. And I feel yeah. women are done an injustice by being put off it. Oh, completely. Well, and, well I mean, we've talked a lot on this podcast yeah. actually about it because and we know so that the studies for were me, the minute, misrepresented. The minute somebody stuck a patch on me, yeah. <laughs> things... Life changed. Life changed. Oh, things life got changing better. so many. I and, know um, and you're here, but you know, and hair became so better. So how does hair factor into that? Hair how factors hair... that because I've got very, 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 very curly hair and it was literally going straight on me and like a frizz and I couldn't do anything with it. And that's it, changing hormones that will hormones, change your, your yeah, hair from yeah. straight to curly. That's yeah, extraordinary, you know, isn't it? So it was kind of, well, I'm going the opposite way, curlier to straight. And, the, and so, what about hair loss? Is that impacted? It was. I didn't have much hormones. hair loss. Thinner. My thinner. hair got thinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say my hair feels more like it used to. Yes. It's, if I Some, somebody described it to if, me the other day as having more youthful hair, which, you know, we talk about having more youthful looking it is, skin. It is more But actually we can hair. get more young, younger looking hair, can't yeah, we? Yeah, definitely. Hair is a big, I think hair's a... It's quite a, a strong sign in, yes. in that area. So. But also how you wear your hair. You know, yeah. I, I look at people like Lulu, for yeah. example, who's married to John Frieda, yeah. so she's always had fantastic hair. Yeah. But she has got such a young, sassy haircut. She always looks fantastic. And always looks amazing. Yeah. And, I mean, she's, well, is she mid-60s now? Yeah, at least, I would yeah. see. Uh, and you just wouldn't know it. Yeah. No, and I a lot she... of that, I think, comes from how she wears her hair. Yeah, and she looks, you know... I mean, for myself, I'm terrible because I'm always cutting my own hair and all my friends that do fabulous haircuts get annoyed at me, but I just grab a pair of scissors. <laughs> my hair was longer just today. How do you back? God knows. <laughs> <laughs> I tighten lots of little ponytails and, and then go. chop it. <laughs> um, but I think it's... Um, hair is often, if you're not feeling great or you're, you just don't, nothing's working, you think, OK, my hair. My hair, yes. hair. But I think that hair, hair and hormones, and is is a big subject. Mm. And what about diet as well? Because that must diet, one hundred percent. So, what do you recommend? I obviously with your vitamin D's, antioxidants. I think antioxidants are so important. Yes. You know, and how you take them, whether you get them in your food, but you can't get enough. I think sup. I think for me, I think supplements are great. If yeah, they're so the right supplements, take? I take. Oh my god, I'm a jungle. Are you? Yeah, I've <laughs> weird. Well, there's one I've always taken, and that's emidine. Have you? That, um, now, that was originally for skin, wasn't yes, it? Yes, but I've always taken it. And I didn't take it just for hair. I mm. took it for me. Mm-hmm. I took it because, actually, Joanna Lumley was a client in the salon. And she used to and take it. she used it. to take it. Well, I think and it's I thought, good enough for you, love. I'm going to take it. And to be honest, it sounds really silly, but if you've taken something all your life, I'm frightened not to take it. <laughs> what will happen if you come off it? <laughs> what will happen if I come off taking it? I take a vitamin B complex. I take vitamin D, which is vital for women. Yeah, well, even the government Very say take we, that. we should be I take antioxidants. That. I do probiotics and prebiotics. So pre and probiotics. Excellent. Yes. Now, have you always been into gut health? Yes. Because I have suffered badly, I'd, I had um, it's uh, <laughs> it's got a name now. Denise, what's it called? Ah, you've caught me out here, Liz. It's um, it's a it's a I think it's something that lives in your stomach. It's um, so you've got Helicobacter. Helicobacter is one of the very first. So one of the very you've got Helicobacter. Fr- yes, and I was the very first to have the very first treatment. Cat called um, Doctor Strickland at Kingston Hospital. Um, first, I had camera. It started when I was young, and partly it's hereditary. Is it? I didn't they know They can that. say that my brother's similar, but his got to the point of um, ulcers and all sorts of things. It went on to the next stage. Yes. But mine um, was 
violent pain, taken to hospital for possible um, appendicitis. Right. Also, because it can manifest itself as sort of stomach ulcers. Yes, it did ulcerative colitis, and it was an that ulcer kind of that thing. took me into hospital. Was it really? Um, so as a result of that, do you take probiotics so now? I always have done. So I've taken mm. what I could find and um, yeah. made sure that I take... Don't take me wrong. Mm. As you can see, I could do with less sugar. And I know <laughs> sugar is poison. And it should bear the skull and crossbones. Well, so, you, you know, know... Views are divided on that, but so, I'm, I'm, I'm not a sugar fan. Yeah, and so... And my brother's almost... My brother took it on serious because his was much more... His was very serious. Right. And he is the fittest... 59, well, he's a bit, I'm 60, he's a bit 59, he's the fittest 59-year-old, and his diet is yes, amazing. Yeah. Um, I was, it was almost like I got a cure, so that was sorted. Right. And not thinking about my gut. Yes. Till it resurrected its head again. Yes. But originally... So what, did you take a multi-strain, or is there a particular strain of bacteria that work for you? It's, I, I'll be very honest with you, Liz, I took the drugs more than anything, and I yes. should really, and now I'm not starting to think... So that now I you're shouldn't. repopulating. Well, yes. I, but so many of us did that. Yes. And I, I look but back... But nobody and, knew what it was. I went to hospital with an ulcer, and then all of a sudden the, the doctor woke me in the morning and said, mm. well, actually, and you do have this thing called, it's very new, new studies, we've got this mm. new research, and these are very, very strong antibiotics, they're going to make you feel very unwell for a while. But, then but yeah, that's fine we... to have antibiotics when you need it. But then, of course, you need your probiotics to repopulate. And that's the but missing bit of the puzzle, nobody had that knowledge then. Yes. That's all very new. Well, I think, sadly, even now yeah. it happens. And oddly, um, it was very interesting because it really raised its head when I'd had surgery, mm -hmm. which was the ovary. Yes. Um, and sometimes after surgery, things like that can Yes, can come happen. back again. Yeah. And I just had a hysterectomy in January. Oh, uh, a full hysterectomy, the full work. This January? Yes. And um, that has, and I put, it was something I put off for quite a long time. I knew that yes. it needed to be done. Um, and that has, funny enough, mm. I've been getting a little bit of gut. I went to see my amazing lady gynecologist. Yes. And the first thing she said to me, well, you're not taking your prebiotics, are you? Right. And I'd That's my hands, great that she's on it. Oh, my God, she's on it. Yes. Put my hands up in the air. And the first thing she said, just that that's that middle stuff. We can't have that middle stuff either. So probiotics and you're taking... Prebiotic and, and probiotic. And all your vitamins and HRT. What happens HRT, after the hysterectomy then? If you so, no, no, I, um, I have an HRT, but I don't... It's, um, so you don't need progesterone? I don't need progesterone. So it's just estrogen? It's just estrogen. Yeah. And I think, to be honest, the progesterone, I was slightly progesterone sensitive, so it was yes. always causing me a few issues. Yeah. So just estrogen. Yeah. Um, patches, they're fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and I, do you know, I actually feel, this is the odd thing to say, I feel more like the 37-year-old girl inside yeah. now than I th realise I've felt in the last 20-something yes. years. Which I, is I feel, odd. Well, I feel really strongly about this, that as midlife women, mm. you know, I'm in my 50s, and hopefully you know god willing and a fair wind i might make it to 100 yeah so you know if you think like that we're halfway through absolutely what's the second half going to look like how are we going to make it the best that we can be absolutely and you know if you go through perimenopause and menopause and you are so debilitated by your symptoms yeah when there's such simple safe help out there that can give you your energy back and you know like you i feel if somebody said to me you know pluck an age what do you yeah. how old are you how old yeah. do you feel i'd say yeah, maybe, you know, mid to late 30s, I, I would say. I would not have said that a couple of years ago. No, well, I've just had my 60th birthday, and I just said to somebody the other you day... You don't look bad. Oh, thank you. You know, I said to somebody the other day, you know when I had my 30th birthday in July? She <laughs> went, Denise! <laughs> That's a good slip, isn't it? <laughs> I said, you know, I don't know 
know that I actually feel that a lot more different. Anyway, but obviously, you know, it makes you think about a lot of things, actually. Yes. Because it's quite interesting because the Bible says three scores and ten. And you think, and, hmm, I've had my three scores then. Yeah, we're doing, you know, I've got ten, ten more to go. I've got ten more to go. So after 70, <laughs> it's a bonus. So wait a minute, let's count this into weeks. And I, oh. I can't remember, somebody had said, let's do something. And I said, I'm not sure if I want to do that. And then I thought, I haven't got enough weeks to waste. I've got to keep busy all the time. I'm not wasting any weeks. So, because when I get to seventy, it's a bonus. <laughs> yeah, anything after that. So, because what what are the rest of your weeks looking like? What are you going to be doing sixty plus now? Sixty plus. Well, actually, sixty plus is um, it's it's interesting in the You're sense. You going to carry on working? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, hair. yeah. In fact, we, you know, I worked on a range for for women many years ago, way before mm. its time, and it was probably too early to shelf, to be honest. For yes. you know, for aging here. Yes. Auntie, what word do you use for it? Time defy, this defy. Yes. It's not about defying. There's yes. no defying. It's helping, assisting. Right. Yes. And it's it's making sure. And it's, you can, you know, at the end of the day, we went out into the garden now and picked an autumn leaf and mm. we rubbed cream in it for quite a long time. It yes. will start to look quite, it will look yes, smoother. soft and smooth and it shiny. And we can and do that with our hair. And you, but you've got to keep doing it. You can't right. stop. Okay. You That's have a good to message. Do it. You have to do it. So therefore... Shampoos should be softer and milder. Yes. Probably only one shampoo. And mm -hmm. secondly, the conditioner needs to be lighter. Right. It shouldn't be heavy because the hair has got finer. Mm, as we get older. Yes, and it's so a lighter. Because you often think like your moisturiser, it needs to be richer. But actually your conditioner needs to yeah, be lighter. Yeah, I think it needs to be lighter because mm. you don't want heaviness onto the hair. No. Because your hair is, you're, get, you're getting white hair. Mm -hmm. Never the word grey because grey doesn't really exist. Grey is the colour that's created when you put natural colour with white. Oh, so it's either new natural colour or it's white? It's white. Right. So when it comes in, some okay. people are very lucky, especially redheads, it comes in looking almost white because it looks silvery and it's gorgeous. Yes. Um, some of that are very dark, their their white hair will look grey because of the it. dark I hairs see. that are there. I see. So therefore, um, but the white hair has only got two layers, it hasn't got three layers now. Really? Because the melanin's gone, the colour's That's gone. gone. The colour's gone, the colour layer's gone. So do we have to treat it differently? So it's finer. Right. So therefore, it, so should, be, it should be lighter conditioners. Mm. So they're not heavy on the hair. Mm -hmm. Should Common... we pluck out white hairs? No. I mean, it was so... You know... No, no, Okay, no. should we just leave them alone no, or colour no, them or, or no, what? Because, because I mean, I, I, you... I do know people who cut, yeah, cut them out and they say, pl if you pluck one out, you know, two, two white ones will Not necessarily, back, or... because if you think about it, constantly plucking your eyebrows, have they grown back? No, sadly no, not. No, sadly not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had the thickest, most gorgeous. I would be so trendy now had I not plucked my eyebrows, right? God, no, I would give to have those 30-year-old eyebrows. Yes. So, no, so it's not a good idea. Okay. Not a good, and I have to say... I think embracing grey for women is a great thing. Mm. So I don't like the word into You can't say embracing white because that doesn't sound as nice. So mm. then I'm contradicting myself by saying embrace right. the grey. So, I'm not keen on that though. No, I. I say, I'm, I'm, the reason I'm going blonder is to is to hide the grey. Moi, also. <laughs> I am just, not, I'm just not ready yet. And I, don't I am think not giving up on highlights because I actually quite. Yeah. I because every hairdresser and I go to say. Do a tint and then put highlights in. I go, no. Right. Okay. No, 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 no. Because I quite like the bits of dark coming through and the bit of bits of grey that are coming in because I quite like the highlights give it a much more natural look. Yes, and it's quite um, textured. And it's more textured. I think it looks younger. Mm. Um, so I think if, you, if, you're the, if you've ever been a redhead and you go white beautifully mm. or a, a blonde yeah, that's gone white beautifully, then that's fabulous. Yes, if you're natural. And it goes stunning and it absolutely yeah. looks... I, mean, there's many I just models think you've got to there. be very stylish to carry off 
yes. very grey hair. I just don't yes. feel stylish enough in myself to get no. away with it. Really. No, and I don't think it would... I think for me, I'd feel old. Mm. Um, mm. And I think I'd feel aged. Yes. So it works for some and not for others. Yes, but I think that's so, true. Each so I don't think we should be... There's a lot of embracing grey. And, and a lot see, of young girls who are grey or white and looking amazing. I remember when Lily, she was, you know, white, white blonde, mm. you know, almost sort of grey-white. And she just says to me, you know, Mommy, I can't wait to be grey. Yeah. She's really looking forward to it. And well, she'll carry it off amazingly. You yeah. know, she's a very tall, elegant girl and, and she'll look great. She could go grey now and look yes. wonderful. Whereas I think... And there's many models that have grey hair and they've, grey. they've done it. You know, they look gorgeous. Yes. But you'll find often with their hair, they'll wear their hair different. Their hair will be very short. Mm-hmm. Or they maybe even wear it on a chignon like up or something mm. they slightly have a different approach to yeah. their hair now you mentioned three products so we're talking about a, a light shampoo a light shampoo that we use less often yeah. light conditioner light conditioner and um, what's the and third then one? I, I think if you want to use a blow dry lotion it has to be quite a light one mm-hmm. not something that's too so, heavy do these heat protective things work always do heat protection it's really it does important. work does it yes yes okay. because it puts a little barrier right um it's a little bit like um a starch that you might put in a shirt when you're ironing it. There's a okay. little barrier. Can I use my heat protecting spray before I tong my hair? But the heat protecting spray has to be blow dried in. Right. Not just sprayed on. Not and just then... sprayed on. No. Is there a difference then? Yes, because it needs to be blow dried into the hair. I see. Then you're okay. And then I'm okay. Yeah, because you've heat... you've warmed it up to blow it into the hair. So I see. Okay. Um, and it's a. Uh... But it, it's like everything, don't leave it on too long. You know all no. that. Don't stand there too long with yes. it. Don't, don't burn it. If you hair. hear it sizzling, for God's sake, stop. <laughs> if you see any smoke. Um, if you see smoke, <laughs> stop. But, you know, I think... Um, and for and, and young girls as well, if they're... You know, don't be frightened to talk to your hairdresser about your hair or how your hair feels. Yes. You know, if you if you see that you're losing hair, because it could simply be your diet. Mm, absolutely. You know, and, and you talked is, actually um, before, I, I've heard you talk about biotin. Yes, so biotin's a great product, and you'll get by. It. And you've you've products for hair. If your hair is, mm. you've got a bit of, you know, like a mild hair loss or a yes. Um, even if you, if even with a fibrosing alopecia, it's good to take a supplement mm-hmm. for your hair. Um, and you've got something with Viviscal. Now Viviscal is a great product because you can actually get Viviscal professionals in hairdressers. Okay. So the hairdresser can sell it to you. And that's a supplement that you. That's take That's a for the supplement, hair. and what's mm. great about that, it's got the highest dose of biotin that you can have on the market without actually going to a doctor because too much of something can be bad for you yes, as well. Yes, sure, you need to be careful. Whereas Viviscal, which is the milder Viviscal, which you would get in the supermarket, or yes. maybe Boots, it's only Boots, okay. I'm not sure, yeah. doesn't have quite the high Ah, but you could go to a professional But a professional salon. hairdresser. And the, oh, the good thing about Viviscal, they're very fussy about the salons that sell it. Yes, so they'll train you. Um, and they'll train them, and it, it's a very mm. good supplement. And it's nice mm. for someone going through... I wouldn't take any of these things if I was pregnant. Absolutely no, not. Sure. But maybe once you've stopped breastfeeding and you feel yeah. your hair's gone a bit fine, that's a good time to take mm-hmm. it. You, They'll say you'll get a result in three months. Trust me, you won't. Okay. That's nonsense. You know that with the vitamin, really. <laughs> it it takes really a while. is six months before yes. you really know it. Yeah. In fact, a lot of people, they'll, they'll say it did nothing, it did nothing, it did nothing, it did nothing. And they were just starting to get the results that were good. Yes. And then they stop it. And then it, six months later, they go, Oh, oh, I now realise how good I was feeling. Yes. Because they didn't realise, because they were... You've got to give it time. They were progressing into feeling mm. good. Well, especially for hair, because it's growing and it's... It takes three months. You know, I mean, our skin is sort of 28 days to renew yes. a skin cell, but a, a shaft of hair is going to yeah, take a Yeah, and your hair, your hair is growing, you know, and people worry when they see a lot of hair in the brush or they, yes. they panic when they see a lot of hair. But you have to look, did you brush your hair every day? Because if you haven't brushed your hair for a couple of days, 
There'll so be how, how many hairs do we lose a day? 60 to 70, maybe more for some. Well, and that's, that's totally normal to do very that. Very normal. That's natural no panic. Okay. No panic at all. No panic at all. So, so if you, as you say, if you haven't brushed it properly you for, brushed for it a for few a days, days, you've got a couple of hundred hairs potentially yeah. in your in your so brush. So my my hair's shorter right now. Mm -hmm. I could use a dry shampoo in it tomorrow. I quite like dry shampoos. Yes, I do too. They're great for. In fact, they're great for menopause. They're fantastic oh, really? for women Why? having hot flushes. Oh, are they? Uh, brilliant because what you can do is they really help because just that part here when you can get very right, hot right around and sweaty the back of the head. and maybe people will go to bed at night and they get this hot sweats and they get this oily part right so on the they back put, of the neck just go for the oh. the normal dry shampoo the one that um yeah like batiste. not got a batiste or charles one thing's got a nice one charles um, has, charles yeah Lincoln. not don't go for the ones with color and this that and the other no, just the na no, natural just the plain one mm -hmm. and make sure you're you're definitely a distance away when you spray it. Yes. But this time when you spray it into your sections, just pat it for a couple of seconds. Oh, really? And just do that. And just, just in that back layer. Okay. And it really helps that night sweat so you don't wake mm. up with your hair stuck to yourself. That's a really good tip. And Thank it's important you. in the morning also to wake your hair up. Right. Vital. How do we wake our hair? I have enough trouble waking myself up. Don't you? Exactly. <laughs> Got to think about waiting. And the kids and yeah, everybody. Yeah, it's really important kind of because people, what up. they do is they wake up. And they just attack the hair with a hairbrush at the front. Okay, what they should just, we be doing? Making it a cup really, of tea? Literally, yes. <laughs> slightly. No, make a cup of tea. Okay. While you've got your tea, yes. put your hands into your hair and mm -hmm. do not a rough massage, just oh, literally... Massage, lifting the hair. Just lift okay. the hair and wake it up. Literally. Nice. A bit like what the shower does to your skin. Yes. Because I now, guess it's flattened overnight, hasn't it? It's flattened it? Just, overnight. It's gone, gone flat to the head. The crown's gone AWOL. Yes. You know, and you just... If you wake it up, you'll find actually yeah. the crown came in. You know, and your and hair you're getting actually a bit of blood flow. You get blood flow into here, and you release a little bit of natural sebum, which is not such a bad thing. Yes, and that gives a bit of texture. So instead of actually reaching into a bottle to put a bit of a oil product, and yes. definition in there, you probably get it in there yourself. So waking your hair is is vital. Very important to wake your hair up. Fantastic. Yes. Denise, it is such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. I have learned a huge amount. I thought I knew a little bit about hair, but I now learn a whole load more. So it's been really That's great. Been great. Excellent. Thank you very much Thank indeed. You. Thank you. And that is sadly all for today. But as always, you will find the details of all that we've been talking about in today's show over on LizelleWellbeing.com, where you can sign up for the free newsletter for recipes, well-being, wisdom. We'll try and put a bit of scalp massage on there as well. And behind the scenes treat. Now, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. This ensures that the next episode is downloaded safely without you having to remember. And if you'd like to, do please leave a review as it really does help others to find the show. So until the next time we get the chance to chat, go well. Bye-bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusive Exclusions apply. See site for details.